Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Discern Daily, a show on the Majesty's Men for seeking truth. My name is Pate, and I'm the host of Discern Daily. Do me a favor, and if you're on Twitter, follow Discern Daily. If you're on Facebook, like Discern Daily on Facebook. If you like YouTube, subscribe to our channel. If you did, it would make my day, and plus, you would get notified when we publish a new episode. Um, if you missed the last episode that we did, we talked about whether or not Christians are allowed to be financially rich. Can Christians have money? Does the Bible talk about money? Did Jesus say anything about money? These are things we talked about in the last episode, so if that piques your interest, go and check out episode 25, Are Christians Allowed to be Financially Rich? Um, recently, I had a lengthy conversation on Twitter with some people about whether or not it is good to vote. Like, should Christians vote and get involved um, with some local stuff like that? And so I, I came across an article on ERLC's website, which is titled, Four Reasons Christians Should Care About Politics. This was composed by David Clausen on August 4th, 2015. So this article's been around. Um, I just came across it today, but... Um, you know, we've actually visited content from ERLC before, which was episode 13. We talked about joining the fight to end abortion. Um, but like I said, I had a lengthy conversation with some people on Twitter about voting. Um, and this is the season for politics in the United States of America. We had the Democratic primary um, where we got to hear from different candidates who were running for um, president in 2020 here in America. And so lots of people on social media and even the media, they're going crazy right now with talking about different candidates and things like that. But there are many Christians today who are sidelining all of this, and they're not getting involved, and it's their conviction that they should just stay out of these conversations that are happening right now regarding politics and who is running for president and voting and things like that. And this is something that is near and dear to my heart. And it's something I'm researching and thinking about a lot. So I came across this article and it I share a lot of the same convictions that David is talking about. And so I wanted to share some of these, these quotes with you, walk through this article, invite you to go and read the article on ERLC's website yourself so that you can see what he's talking about. And hopefully you will engage the discussion and share your feedback if you find this useful. So I'll, I'll just begin by um, sharing some quotes that give a good overview of this article. So I'll begin where David writes, quote, The gospel is a holistic message with implications for all areas of life, including how Christians engage the political process. Here are four reasons Christians should care about politics. Number one, the Christian worldview speaks to all areas of life. Number two, politics are unavoidable. Number three, we need to love our neighbor. And number four, government restrains evil and promotes good. So those are that's kind of the, the overall picture of the article. And um, I believe that his overall conviction on these subjects is where David writes, quote, Good government can serve as a conduit for the furthering of the gospel and human flourishing, end quote. Um, so, man, I, I really agree that, that government is and can, um, you know, established by God and can serve as a good conduit 
uh, for the furthering of the gospel and human flourishing. But like I said, you know, about the lengthy convo about voting, um, you know, my conviction is that Christians should vote. Like, you, you need to get involved somehow. And the reason why I vote is because I want whoever is leading me and my family and my city and my state and my country to be the closest um, candidate to God's word as I can. So, you know, many don't vote because none of them are exemplary, exemplary Christian examples. Um, but I vote for the one who I think is the closest thing, because if you vote for the one who is the closest um, candidate to, you know, match your religious convictions, if you do that every year, and if the person you're voting for is winning, you're getting closer um, to, you know, your convictions every single year. So I don't vote for someone because they are perfect, um, but I vote for the person who is, I think, the best candidate to match my convictions and has the best chance to win. So, I mean, that's just, I'm just throwing that out there. That's, that's where I'm at. And, and the way that I view voting and things like that is, man, you personally, you need to follow your convictions. If it's your conviction that you shouldn't vote, man, don't do it, you know, because the Bible doesn't command us to vote. Um, and it doesn't command us not to vote. And so it's one of those things where, you know, if we practice some hermeneutics and, and dive deep um, with that, do do what fall, you know matches your convictions. But at the same time, I think David in his article makes a really good point where he writes, quote, Christian withdrawal opens a moral vacuum susceptible to influences that pressure government to move outside the purview designated by God, end quote. And what he's saying there is if it is your conviction to not vote, just know that you are basically advocating that all Christian influence and all Christian convictions not influence our government. And that's not how God designed government. Because here in America, it is we the people. And if, if the Christian people withdraw themselves, you lose a lot of Christian influence, which is God's influence um, for, you know, changing laws of the land, changing policies, and basically <laughs> we have a huge gap between the church and the reality of our land. And so I think he makes a really, really good point there. But what I'm wrestling with the most currently is, is number three, where David is talking about how we need to love our neighbor. And he makes a really, really interesting point um, under that section of his article, where David writes, quote, In a very real sense, politics is one of the most important areas in which Christians demonstrate love to neighbor. In fact, how can Christians claim to care about others and not engage the arena that most profoundly shapes basic rights and freedoms? Caring for the hungry, thirsty, naked, sick, and lonely is important to Jesus and should be to his followers as well. Jesus said, as you did it to one of the least of these, you did it to me. Matthew 25 verse 40, end quote. I totally agree. Um... I think politics is a great area um, in which Christians demonstrate love to one another. So I wanted to hear 
your reaction to what he's saying there. I think we can demonstrate love to neighbor without getting involved in politics, but those who are getting involved in politics, they are doing it to demonstrate their love for others, especially when it comes to protecting others and feeding and clothing, um, topics of abortion. Um, That is the means by which some are demonstrating their love to to one another. I think that's a great argument, and I wanted to hear what you guys think about this. But I want to kind of wrap all of this up and leave you with this. I believe Christians should both pray and vote. Like, I think that we have to pray and vote. We can't just pray and not vote. That's kind of like, to me, that's like you're saying, well, I'm going to pray, but I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to show any external good works. I'm not going to demonstrate my faith in any way. I'm just going to pray and stay in my shell and do that. But you can't vote without praying either, because we need to give some thought into some things. We need to pray. We need to get on the same page with God. We need to ask him for his help when we vote and things like that. So we need to do both. We need Christians to engage and work to bring God's kingdom to earth. That's my conviction. We need to get involved somehow. And again, follow your own personal convictions. If you shouldn't pray or if you shouldn't vote, don't vote. You know, that's between you and God. And really, you can't get in the middle of that. But I believe the bigger question in the middle of all of this episode, in the middle of all of these quotes and content, is how are you personally involved in bringing God's kingdom to earth? Because for some, it's getting involved in politics. And for others, it's not. So what about you? How are you practically getting involved in bringing God's kingdom to earth? Is it using politics and voting and that sort of thing or not. I would love to hear what you guys think. Again, I want to encourage you to go and read the article found on ERLC by David Clausen. Engage with the content. Leave a comment for us somewhere. Share this episode if you found it useful, and let's seek the truth together.